Welcome back to the Ngachi Trust Podcast. This is Tasha, Mandy, and Kitri. I said my name really weird. Kitri. <laughs> I sounded like a cuckoo clock. Anyways. <laughs> and that's a great tie into what we're talking about, expectation versus reality. And we, we expected that to be a normal introduction. However, the reality of it was that it was not. Oh, I was like, what? <laughs> I, was, I was like, that you expected me to be normal, but I was still like cuckoo like a cuckoo? I don't it, know. It, it didn't, it didn't quite. <laughs> I mean, it's so, it's, I mean, that's true. But like, I thought you were talking about like me saying that my name was weird and, you know, and I was like how does well you started looking at me like with angry eyes no like, it was me trying to fi- I'm sorry I didn't mean it. I, no that's me trying to be like what it's like, it's like that monster's yeah. ink is that what you thought too <laughs> don't, no don't for, no 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 that's toy story where he's like don't forget your angry eye oh. <laughs> Mrs. Potato Head yeah. she's yelling yeah. after Mr. Potato Head and don't forget your oh, and I'm gonna pack your angry eyes just in case. It's not even Mulan, and you've got them. I know, I know. <laughs> just like any Disney movie, I could pull at least a line out of the hat. You we know? should, we should like test her one day. Yes, be like Little Mermaid, go. <laughs> just start singing a song; it'll be fine. I wanna be where the people are. <laughs> That's right, Cinderella. Oh, Cinderella, Cinderella, night and day, Cinderella. <laughs> I, think, I think I'm having too much fun with it. <laughs> and back to reality. Yeah, back to reality. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, come on, let's just do this instead, guys. This is fine. <laughs> Anyways, so expectation versus reality. That is what we're discussing. And um, I, I think there's a lot of things that we could pull biblically mm-hmm. out of um, out of that Um Anybody want to start with one in particular? Well, I would just like to say that, like, I personally, like, overthink things. So I tend to, like, over-romanticize things or just, like, I have it. I have an idea. Amber Alert. There is an Amber Alert. Oh, darn. Um, You know, I get, like, an idea of how something is supposed to be in my head. And then, like, if it doesn't play out that way, I get angry. But I'm like, you don't have anyone else to be angry about other than yourself because, like, I made up this whole thing in my head on how I'm like, okay, this is how it's going to be. This is how everything's going to play out. And then if it doesn't, then I'm like, I'm so upset. And everyone's like, why? Like, what, what's the reason? You know, it's just, it, I, I mean, I can do that well, for sure. You, I think you were the one that kind of had the idea for that because let's yeah. hear about so your fun trip. So here, I was, I was just about to go there. Um, the reason that this came up is because I was sitting on the side of the road. Um, in my broken down vehicle, and and this is when you were taking your kids to Washington. Yes, yeah, so we were okay. headed on vacation, and thankfully we decided to leave the night before so that we could go and get to um, Salt Lake, so we could get on the airplane the next day. But we had time to get there and relax and get some sleep and sleep in the next morning, and just start our vacation refreshed. And just that was my expectation. And I kept saying, everyone's like, are you so excited? And I said, I'm so excited because I really need a vacation. That was my thing. And as dramatic as that sounds, that is what I said. And so I had this expectation. We had everything ready. I did everything I could to make sure that, like, you know, the house was, like, in good shape. So that when we got back, we didn't have to think about that. Like, all these different things were planned, kind of like Kitchery was just saying. But, uh... And then we make it two hours out of town. Mm-hmm. 
and three. I think you were three. Yeah, three hours out of town for a five-hour drive, and um, we are now dead on the side of the road. Thankfully, in self-service, dead, dead, dead vehicle, dead. On, yeah, <laughs> sorry, dead vehicle yeah. on the side of the road. Um, in cell phone service. Next episode. Resurrection. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I'm bawling like a baby and just being oh. dramatic. And my kids, my two 14-year-old kids, are, like, enjoying themselves. And they're, like, checking out the countryside, which is just sagebrush and prairie dog holes. But they're doing it and enjoying it. And my husband is, like, you know, figuring out how to, like, take care of it. And I'm being a big ball baby. And I text Tasha and I say, you know what we should do? We should do expectation versus reality. <laughs> and I say it with, like, annoyance. And then I went, but it really is a good topic. And we could really, there's a lot of stuff. But mm-hmm. that is that is where this uh, came from. Yeah. Because my reality and my, my expectation did not match. And there's so many, there's so many things, like I said in the beginning, that you can tie biblically. Um, so I'm just going to throw one out there. Um, heaven expectations what do you what do you expect that to be or what would i and I, let me say let me say what should what's the normal expectation of heaven just kind of an average that people think is and not not us but just what do you think before we go there i can't wait to find out how we're going to figure out the reality of this i'm just <laughs> <laughs> that was my first thought i was like interesting this is a to be continued episode obviously you know? after like when i and come then, back the yeah. resurrection thing i yeah. wonder if god will let us like have our microphone podcast stuff up there and we can be like okay we can just we can just like <laughs> going back to episodes <laughs> to, to earth <laughs> Well, I think, like, the, the generalized expectation of heaven is, like, you know, streets of gold, and, you know, a, a lot of times, like, in movies, you see, like, heaven portrayed as just everything is white, and everything is peaceful. Cloudy. Yeah, kind of cloudy, like, you're, like, on a cloud, like Mary Poppins, you know, and or just, like, you know, streets paved with gold, which the Bible does say, you know, the streets are paved with gold, but I feel like that's just, like, one thing that I, our brains can't really well and they have like the big daddy weave song of like the big house like big big house uh you know like the mansion the whole thing Mm -hmm. and so i remember like hearing that as um a teenager and in church and doing like youth group stuff and that song was like popular then because i'm that old and i have that in my head yes (laughs) and so that's what it was and i was like oh cool it's called i don't know what it's called big big house but it's a big big daddy weave song yeah. If you just Google, like, the, uh, Big Big House, it'll, it'll okay. come up. So yeah. I'll, have to, I'll have to listen to it. And, but it, the whole thing is, like, where you're going to get to live in a big house, and mm-hmm. you're going to have, like, all of the things that you didn't potentially have right. now, and it's and it's that kind of stuff. And it sounds like there's a lot of, like, materialistic stuff, but I know that's not what they were going for, but, right. um, yeah. And, you know, somebody said that to me. We were having a conversation and it was one of those well you'll have an opportunity and they're like I don't know why this or that you know they whoever they were said you're gonna have an opportunity one day that'll be the first thing that you ask when you get to heaven and I immediately thought that's not gonna be the first thing we're gonna do because the first thing we do when we get to heaven is gonna be worship yeah like worship the Lord and like that and that's what popped into my head just a little bit ago when I was thinking about heaven because I was like, man, you know, we do have these expectations. We know we're supposed to be given this mm-hmm. mansion. We know that we're supposed to, you know, have you know all the happiness. Anything that would make us happy, it's going to be in heaven. We understand these promises of God, but like the reality of it is, is that 
we're going to hit our knees and we're going to be in front of the Lord and mm-hmm. we are going to probably weep for realization of all the things that we we've done wrong. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I don't know, but I mean, it's ultimately after all of that, we're going to be just worshiping. Do you think, okay. You know, cause like when we go up to heaven, in my, you know, like, you know, there has to be like, you know, the judgment or whatever. And that, like, if you're a Christian, you know, there's, I like know, you said judgment, like, oh, judge. <laughs> there's the, like, a picture. but you know, like, well, like we'll be judged, like, you know, for our life. Yeah. yeah. But like, so like, mm, here's a few questions that I have. Just, you don't have to answer them. These are just things I'm just popping out of my brain. Okay. So like, okay. Is there like another room for that? Because like, I wonder like if you get, like, you know, if you, you like get there in front of everyone and well, no, but it's just like, you know, if you get there and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm like, I'm going to be like every bad thing I've done, you know, because like in heaven, it's supposed to be perfect. And there is no like evil or like fear or sadness or whatever. So I'm like, is there like a separate room before that? And they're like an elevator takes you up to like, the gate are you talking something? about like on the good place? Have you watched that show? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. Like, don't worry. You're in the good place. Yes. You're in the good place. But like, here's all the bad things you've done, but you'll be fine. And then, you know, you like yeah. get taken. I mean, I don't know. I was just like, <laughs> or, or like if we, if we go up to heaven, it's a great show. <laughs> or is it like only the people totally on the <laughs> yeah totally <laughs> yeah. we're aware you're aware you're aware we got it we know but like you know like okay but like if we go to heaven you know because we are believers will we just you know zing right up there and there will be no judgment and is it only the people who aren't believers who are judged I don't no, know I, I think that I you think have to be accountable yeah for biblically yeah. God will is if he, he says he's going to hold us accountable for every thing that we've done everything that we've said mm-hmm. um and yeah that's exactly okay so man just made like yeah. a Ooh! face but like is there I'm another a sarcastic person and I'm like how much of this does he understand my humor <laughs> or how much of this is he like, <laughs> you're like seriously you're kind God, of a just terrible joking. person you love yeah, me but you're kind of a terrible person like, well, is my sarcasm like a little bit of a Sins, like, like, is it going on too far? If you read the Bible, you'd know God's got a sense of humor. Oh, absolutely. I, I just I, looking at my dating life, I know he has a sense of humor. <laughs> Actually, you know what? That's not even him because he was like, girl, no. And I was like, let's just try it out and see if it works. And he's like, okay, <laughs> how'd that work out for you there? Do you think he snorted too? Okay. You know, <laughs> you're made in his image, so yes. I mean, he. <laughs> I mean, it just Tasha, like come in the bat for your snore. I love it. Uh, I mean, it's 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 great. I mean, I would like to think that I make him laugh so hard he snorts himself. But honestly, what I probably make him do that came out so wrong. You make him snort himself. Make him snort. While laughing. If we don't lose all connection right now, because God is like, nope, done. He's like, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> the computer just crashes. Now I don't even know what I was saying. Okay. You were t- Wait, oh, what were you saying? I, like, you know, I'd like to think that I would make him laugh really hard, but most of the time I'd probably make him just face palm himself, you know, like, oh my gosh, there we go he again. He loves you. I know. He, he probably face palmed it when I said, yeah, I think I make him snort himself. <laughs> He's like, oh no. But you know, it's just like, okay, like if we are judged, if that's like a separate room, because like I would be, I will be terrified, you know, but like, I know that I'm covered by the blood of Jesus. So woohoo. But like you, you would still like have like that, 
not condemnation, but that conviction and like the shame and like the guilt that you feel. And then of course, like it's like, it's all wiped clean, but I just, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Is it like whiteboard, like wiped clean? Like, okay, let's talk about these things. Okay. I see it as like an old film, you know, with like the rolls and like the thing where it just shows me like like, in a movie, just like my entire life story, like on all of my sins. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, you hear like the click of the tape and then he's like, okay, I'm just going to burn it. And he like trashes it and he's like, everything's forgiven. There you go. But like, I just see it as like, okay, we're going to watch a little bit of a movie here. And then it's just my entire life of everything I've ever done. It's like 15 years long. Yeah. I mean, in heaven, there is no time frame. So it could just be like a regular two hour movie. All the bad stuff. Okay. I'm going to have to pray about this one later and I'm still going to say it because it's funny. Mandy's like, I'll repent later. We're talking about the whole, like, okay, is my sarcasm, like, does he find it funny or does he find it bad? Is like, so if it's, like, all, it's the real uh-huh. of my sarcasm and it's not considered good and I'm sorry about that, am I going to be, like, laughing or am I going to be feeling... <laughs> You look over to Jesus and be like, come on, you gotta admit that was good. <laughs> and I was like, seriously? Like Mandy's that. like, funny? No? No? No. no. Okay, What's sorry. wrong with you? But like, <laughs> oh my gosh. No? And you're just like, like, that kid in school, like... <clears throat> and then you know you're not supposed to laugh so you laugh harder and then Jesus is just looking over at you like girl what you what why did you want to get in there or not he's rechecking his but he's like did did she get in there on accident (laughs) like the good place where like they let a couple of the bad ones in as like a test to see (laughs) oh Oh my gosh like come on that was good right a little like side note huh huh (laughs) Oh. He- <laughs> I'm sorry, that's where I think. I love you. That's so awesome. <coughs> yeah, so... Um, he uh, he knew, he created us, he yep. knew our whole stories, he knew exactly what we were going to be like. Yep, even so, Mandy. Even Mandy. even Mandy, for sure. You're, you're probably one of his favorites. Like, I would, I just have to say that. <laughs> The little <laughs> shoulder brush she, she got going on there. Yeah. One day we'll, like, add, like, a video to this just so people can see oh. how absolutely ridiculous we are. <laughs> you, we both know we can't. Or we all three know we can because I will just be, like, uh, the whole time. <laughs> it would have to be, like, a hidden camera and mm-hmm. then I'd be fine and then be like, guess what? No, oh, but then God. you would be so mad, like, once it's on YouTube, you're like, why didn't you tell me there was a camera? <laughs> I didn't smile, like, the whole time and, like, keep my, like, chin out. <laughs> <laughs> keep the neck long. Pulling the oh okay. So speaking of expectation versus reality, so like you asked about heaven, mm-hmm. what about people who like have an expectation versus reality thing as like becoming just new believers in Christ? That's a good one. Okay, what did I see about that recently? Like, was it today? Did I take a screenshot? Like I thought I was going to. And while you're while you're looking for that, I'll just put my opinionated two cents in. I feel like sometimes so like a lot of times like either on tiktok or on reels on instagram you know a lot of people are stepping out and they're being bold in their faith and they're talking about how uh, you know jesus is pure love and that you're accepted and all which is absolutely true but i feel like also sometimes it leads people into thinking that if you become a christian your life is going to be completely carefree and that is 
not true whatsoever. And I actually feel like it's like almost like false advertising. You know what I mean? It's just like, I mean, and don't get me wrong, like a life following the Lord, I will like, that is a life well lived and you will never regret it. But there, I mean, a lot of people think, oh, if you're a Christian, a big thing that I've heard is if you're a Christian, the devil can't attack you. Or if you're a Christian, then, you know, you'll just have peace all the time and you'll just be happy all the time. And that's not true. Like we still have constant trials and tribulations. And sometimes following Jesus is freaking hard. Right. And just, I mean, it's, tough sometimes because what Jesus teaches goes against what our flesh wants 90% of the time. And so sometimes I feel like we lead people down a path of ridiculous expectations when it comes to following Jesus. But yes, he is love and he is accepting and you you become freer in Christ, but we're still going to have trials and tribulations. I did, and it, it says a lot of what Kitri already said. Go for it. Um, Read it. What, what, what's it's the first one? Start with prayer. Okay. And I don't know if it's Instagram or Twitter, or not Twitter, uh, TikTok, TikTok, because I get the reels from TikTok on my Instagram. Yeah. And so I have no idea. Um, but she just says, girl, I get it. The pretty Bible verses and colorfully, edi- colorfully edited photos on Instagram make Christianity look easy. Um, can we normalize the side of Christianity where there's heartbreaking, uh, the heartbreaking, questioning, lonely side, um, the break my heart for what breaks yours, God, um, kind of stuff. Like, and she kind of goes on a little bit more, but, Mm -hmm. um, for the sake of this, that's, that's enough, but there is, there, there's so much more. I mean, you it looks pretty. It looks like it's easy. It looks like that's how you solve your problems. Everything is in the Bible. And we have said that on this podcast, even if you have a question about life, it's in the Bible, which mm-hmm. is true. Yeah. However, when you are dealing with something that is super, super complicated, mm-hmm. there it, that's the foundation. And that is where it should be. And my own personal life has shown me that Everything in this world does not fix it, but that is the truth of it. But sometimes it's hard and it's, it's sometimes hard to like find that comfort in something that's intangible until you realize that that is really the tangible. Yeah. But getting yourself to that place Mm -hmm. maybe takes a couple trials or a few trials or I don't even know, Mm -hmm. but it's it's not it's not a fluffy pillow. No. I think there's a couple of different things here from what you said that I mean and it touches on but initially one I think that we have a church problem. Mm. And we don't have and you know I think we're we're all fortunate to go to churches that have pastors that you know aren't afraid to to speak and don't care if they offend as long as they're preaching the word, the but word God, yeah. there's too many, there's too many misfires from pastors out there to the congregation. And it's too much of a, a numbers game in so many situations where you're and, trying to pull people yeah, into the church and they to won't get... talk about the issues because yeah. they don't want to lose numbers. They don't want to lose funding. They don't want to, you know, and so they preach this feel good message that is what draws people in you know i go to church 
uh, I had a, that discussion today with somebody about about him and these mega churches. Um, but it's they're not they're not afraid to touch on the issues that are going on. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just like this whole Roe versus Wade. Like mm-hmm. Mandy, you and I, I don't know about your church, but at least our church touched on that subject and you're wondering like you're like why aren't the churches shouting from the rooftops about this issue yeah you know and you know because they don't want to offend anybody and that is a nasty um misconception that they're pushing out there absolutely Um, and and so so many people get this idea that i'm supposed to feel good and it's supposed to make me feel good and and whatnot and so they go into it and they get this idea that when i just accept jesus into my life everything's going to be great Mm -hmm. and all my problems are going to vanish and i'm just going to have this feeling of just peace and calm over me and that's absolutely not the way it happens no sometimes you get into it and you're like what did Jesus come in for me to do? Like, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Completely have no, um, no idea of the truth behind it. Yes. There's times that, um, I mean that I've heard some people say, you know, when I just accepted the Lord, it was just like this, just weight lifted off me. Mm -hmm. But for others, I think you and I have had this conversation where when we accepted Jesus, it was like, you know, no weird feeling, you know. No, no I had the feeling. You had the feeling. That's mm-hmm. what it was. But, yeah, you had that feeling, and I didn't have that feeling. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I said it. I knew what it meant. I understood what I was mm-hmm. doing, but it wasn't like this whole yeah. moment. Um, and I think it hits everybody a little bit differently. But then, you know, people get hit with this disappointment because they expect this just like all my problems are going to go away Mm -hmm. and then they don't. And so there's, there's that issue, but it's like you said, you're going to face Mm -hmm. more trials as a believer because once you accept Christ into your life, you're on a path. You're on a mm-hmm. good path for God. And who's there to com- constantly deter that path? And that's Satan. Yeah. And, and all of his little demon cronies and... All of that. They're everywhere. And, and that's actually what we're, hope, I think, talking about next yeah, episode. Yeah, next episode's... Yeah. Demonic... I, I don't want to say, like, possession, but just, like, like a demonic and um, supernatural attack from, yeah. you know, stuff like yeah. that. Well, it's, it's a spiritual battle. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the more that we lean towards Jesus, the more that Satan's going to attack that, mm-hmm. um, he's going to understand where our problems are, where our weaknesses are, and he's going to attack that to dishearten mm-hmm. us. And all throughout the Bible, it is, and we've talked about this, you know, mm-hmm. before, this whole refining thing. Um, and that it's not, and it just becomes a embrace I'm going to write a book and it's going to be called just to embrace the persecution, embrace the tribulation, something along those lines, because as a Christian, you've got to get accustomed to it. It's got to become second nature that you're going to get hit from all ends. Uh, Pastor Michael Todd in um, Tulsa, Oklahoma says, get comfortable with the uncomfortable. Yeah. Right. And it's so true. And, but like, you know, our, our, our minds and our bodies are built to not be uncomfortable. We don't, we don't, we let, we want to be comfortable. We don't want to have to, be in that realm where we're just like, ugh, I don't like this feeling. I mean, it's, it, and it's just like in every aspect of life, it's not necessarily like spiritual growth, but like, you know, like I just started teaching fitness classes again and I'm talking to the people who are just like really struggling with 
how they feel in their bodies. And they're like, these workouts are just so hard. And I'm like, but your body wants you to stop at about 60% because it's training you that, oh, this hurts. You need to stop. But you still have about 40% left that your, that your body can take before it actually is like done. I'm like, your mind is what wants to stop you to keep you comfortable, but it's where we have to push ourselves out into being uncomfortable where we see massive strength and growth. Mm-hmm. But have we talked about like the, the silver refiner thing yeah, on you, this podcast or yeah. was it just between us? I think it was, I think it was on yeah, the podcast. It was was it? Yeah. Okay. But yeah, it's just, it's one of those things that we have to be heated up again and again, and then God scrapes off the imperfections. Mm -hmm. And then once again, we're heated up again, the imperfection enough to where he's like, he sees us. Wait, he sees himself in us. There we go. And it's now that was like, all that stuff was good, but a little bit kind of Christian easy churchy said, Mm -hmm. churchy said churchy talk. Whatever. I don't know. Anyway, but, like, the dulled down version is you find Jesus, you make that decision, you feel convicted for the stuff that's obvious and what kind of the world talks about, mm-hmm. and then you keep digging deeper and growing in a relationship with him, and you keep getting convicted, which is the, like, yep. constant refinery, but now, because you're digging deeper, you have the spiritual warfare coming at you, mm-hmm. which goes back to the Christian easy word, but I don't know what else to call that without it sounding terrifying. Um, and then, and it's just that process, mm-hmm. because if you continue to dig deeper and you don't get attacked, yep. then you're not really digging deeper, yep. weirdly enough. And, and yeah. I, you say, I don't know what the, the, the worldly word for that is, is it, and the immediate thing that comes to mind is that we bl- we blame things on the world. You know, right. we, we're like, oh, yeah. so-and-so's being nasty to me and, you know, and all this stuff. And I can't live because, you know, happily throughout my day because so-and-so is just constantly on me. Um, but you have to step back and think that's not necessarily that person. That's demons. That's Satan whispering in that person's ear, like mm-hmm. feeding them full. And that's, you know, getting into your head too. And sometimes it's just you. Yeah. And like, not to sound really snotty that came out like, snotty, <laughs> but, but it's just like, uh, we, like you're, but you're right. Like we want to blame it on the world or sometimes, Oh, well, Satan sometimes like one time God was like, no, honey, that's just you. That's a habit you've created mm-hmm. that you've got to fix. It's not Satan or the world. You've done that. And then I'm like, but it's easier to point to Satan. And we can, we can absolutely tie that back to, to the biblical, um, aspect of it because I mean, you see like, like Elisha in, in the old Testament and there's like so much, um, like they come to get him, they come to attack him and his servants like freaked out because this whole army is out there. And he's like, I, I don't know what to do. Like, what do we do? What do we do, Elisha? Mm -hmm. And, Elisha says, they're powerful, but do you see all the power that is greater than them? Yeah. And he doesn't get it. And so Elisha prays, you know, let him see. And the Lord opens the servant's eyes to see angelic chariots Mm. all around surrounding in numerous numbers around the actual like army that's there. And, and that's not fake you know that's real and that's a nice example of the opposite version of expectation versus exactly. reality yeah. because we yeah. say this and the first thing we think of is exactly like my story where i'm like falling on the side of the road instead of enjoying myself in a, in a hotel room but really here's what we see and here's what's really going on we just can't yeah. see it because we haven't opened our eyes to it god hasn't opened our eyes to it or 
something like that. And so that's a great example of it, the, the biblical, the other side of it. Yeah, and I like that you flip that because it's, that's so true, is that a lot of times the the reality is way greater than yeah. than what we expect. Yeah. Oh, and for sure. So, yeah, I like that you We said just that. see, like, this huge problem in front of us and there's no way out. Mm-hmm. And God's like, if you just step forward and with me in faith, like, he, he opens doors that, you know, nothing else could have been opened by, you know. And so it's just like, and I'm like that sometimes, too, where I'm just like, there's no way out. There's no other option. This, you know, I don't have a choice. This is too scary or this is too. And then he's just like, just... Trust me. Step forward. Right as in the lost ark. I'm just going to keep with my pop culture references. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, it's something that, you know, I've been meditating on, on the verse that, you know, God works in all things. And it's such a simple verse. But if you have anything, anything that goes on your day, good or bad, and you just start saying God works in all things it's not just the big things it's the little things mm-hmm. and you don't understand why this is happening but you just have to say god works in all things and so if i mean i had a situation today with um i mean i won't delve into it but um there was it was it was something that i knew that i had to pray in the spirit about beforehand before i was going to do this because my anxiety was already getting high. And I knew that the only way to calm myself down was to pray in the spirit. And I had to tell myself, God works in all things. God works Mm -hmm. in all things, especially after the situation happened. I, and it happened just how I knew it was going to happen. Um, and, and a little bit worse, but I had to say God works in all things because he knows why that happened. And it just, it's really good to look at that outlook regardless of what happens. And when we are talking about becoming new Christians and all of these things that, you know, it's not not trying to deter people from being Christians, but you know, the truth of it is, Mm -hmm. is that it's a rough road Mm -hmm. and you have to figure out how to deal with that. And that's exactly what God wants you to do. He wants you to understand that when you have a trial, you need to go to him. And you get over that one and he's like, all right, let's level up. Let's do mm-hmm. this harder. You know, here's another trial. How are you going to handle this one? You know, and, and how are you going to handle this one? Add a girl. Yeah, you're getting mm-hmm. it. You're getting it. You're figuring it out. And he keeps throwing them at you, keeps throwing them at you until you're like getting to that point And it's like, yes, persecution. Let's roll Jesus. You know, that's yeah. how he wants us to be. Yeah. Um, yeah. Psalm 39, seven. And now Lord, for what do I wait? My hope is in you. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just recently sat down with um, a, a pastor here in town, Pastor Danny, and he he said something to me that like really opened my eyes that I had never thought about. And he said, a lot of people think eternity starts when we die, but we are living in eternity right now. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I, I never had thought of it that way. I mean, we think that we live this life, we die, then eternity starts, but I mean, it's so true. Right now, we are living in eternity. From the moment God spoke the world into existence, everything has happened the way it was supposed to happen in order to line up for Christ to come and now for Christ to come again. And so what we do here and now, like, yes, it's hard on this world and we're going to have heartbreaks and we're going to have trials and we're going to have tribulations. But when we put ourselves at the feet of Jesus on this earth, we will be put next to him on the throne of God. 
in heaven. And that is that constant reminding of, okay, this might be a hard day here, but I am ultimately doing God's work for his kingdom because we are in eternity right now. We are, we will just leave these bodies on earth and go into heaven. And that is not when eternity starts. We're living in it right now. And so what we do for the kingdom of God here matters, not just for this world, but for the heavenly realms as well. And I was getting exactly to say heavenly realms because that's scriptural. And it's, it is exactly what you're saying, Kitri, is that because the minute we're saved, the Bible says that we go to the heavenly realms mm-hmm. with Jesus. We have the ability to be um, spiritually there now. And a lot of people don't understand that we have yeah. that power Absolutely. to be there to do that. And that's what helps us fight our battles is because we already are at the right hand of God. And Christ gives us authority. Mm-hmm. Like when we, when we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, he, he gives us authority in order to help us fight our battles in order so that it's not so hard. And of course, he's always there. But he, he gives us a certain amount, like, it says in the Bible that he told his disciples, like, you will be able to do the things that I do. I will be giving you that power in order to do the same things I do. That does not stop at the apostles. That did not stop when all of them died. That goes out to every single believer that, it, I mean, a lot of people say, well, that was just for the apostles or that, oh, they could only do that back then because the church was just starting it. No, if it's in the Bible, it's meant for now and for eternity because the Bible says that his words will never will never pass away. And a friend of ours says she's going to be on the podcast here in a couple of weeks, but she says Acts didn't end when the chapter ended. We're still living out Acts. Absolutely. And so and that's that's always stuck with me since she said it. And he he does. He says that we are and have the ability to do Christ-like things because that is what he gave us. And I heard the other day, you know, we were, um, the verse, you know, he'll soar on the wing, he'll soar on the wings of eagles. Yeah. Um, I, I, somebody said, when you're an eagle, you don't have to fight through the water. You know, like you don't have to swim through the water when you're an eagle. And, and that just visual for me, I was like, mm-hmm. that is us. When we accept the fact that we are eagles, that we are like, have the ability to put ourselves on that same level and not sound, trying to sound blasphemous, not saying same level as Christ, but no. he, we get those Christ-like attributes. You know, when we realize that we're eagles and we're not the fish that have to tread through the water, I mean, it's a whole mindset shift and that's how you have to think and that's how you have to handle all of your trials and tribulations. Yeah. First Peter 1 Peter 1.3, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his great mercies caused us to be born again to a living hope, a living hope, not just a, a, a hope that comes every now and then. It's constantly living, a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. So yeah, like being a Christian might not look like it's supposed to be, but it gives us consistent living hope all the time. And I can say that, yeah, there are some times that Christ has put me through trials to teach me stuff, but like, I don't have to worry. Like if I'm on my deathbed, I don't have to worry about what's going to happen to me. I know what's going to happen to me. And I get to live without that fear of what's going to happen. And, you know, should I have lived? A lot of people have said, I, I can't remember where I read this, but I was like, okay, a lot of people, you know, they, well, God's invisible. God's not, God's not real, yada, yada. I'm like, okay, if God isn't real, what did I lose from it? 
did I lose anything from it? I, I, I wanted to try to live a life that was more hopeful and peaceful and loving and kind to others and standing up for what I believe is right. But what do those people lose if they were wrong? They lose an eternity and they have to die the second death, which I would not wish on anybody. So if, if God is not real, I lose nothing. But if God is real, they lose everything. Right. And I don't want to take that chance. That's not a chance I'm, I'm willing to take. And I like how you were saying living, you know, something I, I don't know why I, I really was praying for just something when I was studying my Bible the other day. And the something that I was shown was that there's no past tense words in the Bible. Like, I mean, it's like God is, God does, you will, you know, like it's, there's none like, you know, he, not, none of that past tense stuff. It's Katri and I both have like, the same. What? I'm just like, Faces what? <laughs> like, I mean, now that you think about it, you're like, oh my gosh. Yeah. But but it's. I mean, yeah. that's just what it is. I mean, it is. It is a living word. It is not done. It is not over with. It is not past. It is where we are at, and that is why it, it is, is not so irrelevant. Eternal. Exactly. It is not irrelevant. It's not something that happened in the past. You know, it says God will provide. God does love you. God, you know, is in you. It doesn't say any of those past tense words. Yeah. And it's just important to to realize that even though there is a beginning and end per se in book format to the Bible, um, it is absolutely eternal and living. Like you said. Yeah. Another thing that... Um Pastor Danny said, and I, I, I literally looked at him because it was him, Pastor Danny and Pastor Nancy. And I was like, next time I come, can I just bring a notebook? Because I was just like, I was just, I mean, I, I, I met with him um, for a reason that we'll talk about in the ne- next episode. But I was just like, I'm going to church right now. Mm-hmm. Like I need, and he, another thing that, that he said that was really cool. He said that when we... Um, become believers in Christ, we become ambassadors for Christ. And if we look around, um, you know, just every country, what the ambassadors for that country, the president or the king, you know, what, what do they have to do? They have to, they have to provide food and shelter and clothing and provisions for those, we, for those ambassadors. And the same goes for, for our king, for God. When, when we are out there doing his work, it is, it is his duty to clothe us and to provide for us. And so when we go out there and we step out into faith and we, even though it might not be what, what we expected or we have, or, or, you know, the reverse where we see something absolutely impossible in front of us, but God has like this heavenly realm just surrounding us, you know, our expectations versus reality could be both good or bad, but Regardless, God will provide a way for us. He will clothe us. He will take care of us because that's what a king does. And that was just something that I was just like, oh my gosh, because I am constantly one that I'm worried about what's going to be in the future. How am I going to make this happen? You know, sometimes I'm like, okay, if I, if I leave this job, I might not be able to pay my bills and you know, just constant worry. And I have to fit, figure out, like, I have to feel like I have to control everything. And so I, I make this expectation in my head on how I'm supposed to be. But God, as my king, is going to make a way for me if I'm stepping out in faith and in obedience. There's a, um, 
a saying that goes around the military and they just say embrace the suck. Mm-hmm. And that's that's really, I think, this whole episode in a nutshell. Because when it all comes down to it, nothing is going to compare to heaven. Nothing no. is going to compare to the lack of sickness, of sadness, of worry, of fear that we're going to experience in heaven. Yeah. We have, in retrospect, this minuscule amount of time yeah. on this little teeny tiny planet in this big, awesome, massive atmosphere. And this is nothing compared to the reality of what is awaiting us. Mm -hmm. And while we're here, we just embrace the suck and chalk everything up to a spiritual warfare battle and how can we come out on top and be like these amazing warriors for Christ because ultimately it doesn't freaking matter. And our whole purpose, our whole purpose for being created was to serve him and further the kingdom. Mm -hmm. And, and yeah, stuff happens throughout the day and it puts us, I, I walked out of this day and I had a really great day in one little five minute period of my day had the potential to just put me in a terrible mood. And I mm-hmm. was for a second. And then I thought God works in all things. And this is nothing. How I handle this mm-hmm. is what matters and how I speak and how I act after this point is what matters. And Ultimately, that is what we're going to get to heaven, and God is going to say, well done, good and faithful servant. You handled mm-hmm. that awesome, mm-hmm. and I'm really proud of you because it could have been like this. And everything, we're, I mean, the Bible tells us that in everything that we do and everything we say, we're supposed to go to God for counsel in that. Mm-hmm. And that makes us stop, pause, think, pray, and then react. And it's not yeah. the other way around because we have such a tendency to, to react and then stop, think, pray, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And it is... <laughs> Mandy, like, points to, to herself. herself. And he, I'm feeling yeah. convicted right now. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But but I mean all I mean ultimately that's what we're gonna do. The thing is is to get into the word because the more that you know about the mm-hmm. word, you should want to be passionate about it. You should want to just make that like the thing that you want to do that you want to just thrive on because everything and he's constantly showing you how to be, who to be, what to do, what to say, and we have this guidebook mm-hmm. and we don't use it. And if we want to absolutely know the whole reality of this world that's all you have to do is just be in the word pray meditate on it you know talk to have a fellowship be with people mm-hmm. you know be that person that prays for others um you know i had somebody tell me the other day like i prayed because i was grateful for you and like that took me back because like i never heard anybody say that to me wow and yeah. and it was just like it's like such a blessing blessing romantic like there's so much of that stuff that I'm like oh all parts of my heart like I know it kind of just melts you a little bit you're like oh my gosh yeah because like I like I would have been done the same thing like no one's ever said that to me yes that's weird. Sorry, Manny, your cat. <laughs> I don't know if you guys it was can you hear just, that. We just need to, yeah, your your cat the other day sounded like she was the alien, and now we've got this one, yeah. 
Cats are evil. Is that cat possessed? That's what I say all the time. Tasha says so. I do say so. We say mm-hmm. protective. <laughs> so is your cat mad that you're locked in the room right now? She's obsessed <laughs> that I am in here and she can't come in here. Oh, okay. She would like try to lay on the um, laptop though, so okay. that's why she can't. Because otherwise she'd be very quiet mm-hmm. if she was allowed in. But yeah, she's mad. That's she, hilarious. She's that's, that's hilarious. Um, so just like if you guys like at home haven't quite made that decision to follow Jesus, all you have to do is believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus is your Lord and Savior. And if you need somebody to pray for you or, you know, you need to reach out to somebody because you don't know where to start, feel free to send us an email or find us on Facebook or Instagram or something because it, it says that heaven will have things and colors and stones and metals that we have never seen before. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes, you know, like we don't necessarily know what to say, you know, like oh, confess with your mouth, believe in your heart. But sometimes you're like, okay, I don't know what, what to say. I don't know where to start. I mean, some people, I mean, it's, you don't even know how to pray sometimes. You, when you are having a hard time, sometimes it helps to have like a, potentially a repeat after me kind of a situation or just, Hey, this is what I have said. And you Mm -hmm. follow your heart kind of a situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And for those that, you know, don't feel comfortable or don't trust or, you know, trust themselves in saying whatever, um, Billy Graham, if you just YouTube it and do like Billy Graham salvation prayer, like that, it's like a three minute video. That sucker is powerful. I'm going to watch that just because I've never seen it. Yeah, I, I watched it not too long ago. And because I was giving it as a as a resource to somebody who mm. was in this situation, they didn't really know what they should do. They weren't ready at that point to do it yet. Mm-hmm. And I said, when you're ready, go watch this video. And it's intense. but mm. And it's emotional and it is raw. But it is so simple. And like the the entire video is three minutes, but yet the whole, you know, I mean, it doesn't, that's just the thing. It doesn't have to be this long drawn out heartfelt, like, you know, confession of everything that you've ever done in your life. You know, it's, it's these simple words. Because like Jesus sees your heart and he knows your heart. Absolutely. Yeah. And it will be the best decision you have ever made. One of my favorite things that once again, because I adore this pastor, Pastor Michael Todd says it doesn't make him, it hasn't made him a perfect man, but it's made him a progressing man. Oh, I like that. I love that. Yeah, it, it doesn't make us perfect women, but it makes us progressing women. No, because once you once you yeah. ask for salvation, that doesn't mean that you're automatically just going to be great. You're still going to sin every single day of your life. Yeah. I mean, and not intentionally, but it is, the humanness of this is a really hard thing to overcome. And you look at the disciples, and even though they walked with Jesus for three years, even in the end. They he, still messed up. Yep. Peter denies, you know, Judas betrays, you know, all of these things. And so that's, there's that humanist side of us, but it doesn't change the fact that God loves you and he adores you and he forgives you and wants you more than anything in the world. Or else Mm -hmm. why would he have gone through what he did to die for our sins? Yeah. And if you guys want another resource just to be encouraged or to have somebody pray for you or you have questions, you can uh, find us on Instagram at in.god.she.trusts. Thanks for doing that. You can um, send us a Gmail at 
igstrust at gmail.com. And you can find us on Facebook. At the In God She Just Trust, In God She Trust Facebook page. You just ruined the easiest I one. I did. I was like, I'm so glad I got the Facebook one. <laughs> All right. Well, and we will see you guys next. Well, not we won't see you guys, but we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.